0: When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. Welcome back, listeners. Before we jump into today's episode, we have our very first winner. Well, not really winner, but awesome, courageous, brave widow who completed the summer escape challenge. Woohoo! Ellen, you are a rock star. Ellen didn't just do a day trip. No, 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 no. She went all in and she planned a three day weekend away. She had to book the hotel arrange for travel, arrange for the pet sitter, do all the prep, and then get there. And she did it. And she had a blast. She said she had so much fun. So she tackled this big challenge first. And now she told me she's going to do the solo day trip. She told me that she's going to do this um it's the Claude Monet immersive exhibit have you guys seen these have you heard of these they're really cool they just had one in New Orleans for Van Gogh it's like this digital art exhibit where you literally walk into paintings it's so so cool you should definitely check it out if it's in your city anyway Ellen told me that she loves Monet and She's planning on going and having a giant latte and sitting in this art exhibit for however long she wants to. It sounds amazing. Ellen, you are amazing. Thank you so much for participating and letting me know, and I'm so, so proud of you. If you're new to the podcast, go back and listen to episode 120. We're doing a summer escape challenge where you can start by doing a solo day trip or jump all in just like Ellen and do a solo weekend away. Let me know about it and I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Post a pic and tag me on Insta. I'm at Widow180, or post a pic in our Facebook group that's at Widow180 Community. Next, I wanna give a shout out to Nisha. She signed up recently and became a Widow180 Patreon member. And I wanna thank her for her support of the podcast. Thank you so much, Nisha. If you would like to keep supporting the podcast and keep this podcast going, I invite you to become a Widow 180 patron. You can donate as little as $3 because every little bit helps. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash Widow 180. That's patreon.com forward slash Widow 180. Now on to today's episode. Today, we're talking about two simple but powerful strategies that will make you feel more confident. Maybe you're thinking, Jen, why the heck are we talking about confidence? Well, I'll explain that in a little bit, but we're talking about self-confidence because it's something that we lose after experiencing the loss of our spouse. We also lose our self-confidence. We doubt ourselves and our choices more than ever before. We've always had our spouse to bounce ideas off of, or talk to about certain decisions that we have to make, but now we're feeling alone and feeling vulnerable. It's this self-doubt that keeps us stuck and makes us feel paralyzed. Here's a clip from one of the lessons in my new course about rebuilding confidence. I decided to put this course together for a few different reasons. The first was this year I put out a program called the Finding Purpose and Meaning After Loss Program for Widows. Part of this program was this very first part, we did an exercise with everyone where I had the students think about their future self, picture your future self. What does she look like? How does she feel? How is she projecting herself into the world? What is she wearing? I had them think about their future self, going into the future, what do you wish you had more of? The answer across the board, unanimously, was every single widow said, I wish she had more confidence. Every single widow said that. They all said, I can picture myself, my future self is very confident. And I thought, yeah, I get that. Because with grief, when we talk about grief, we talk about secondary losses with grief. And this is definitely one of those secondary losses. We lose our confidence and we lose our self-esteem. We don't trust ourselves anymore. We don't trust our own instincts anymore. And we feel so vulnerable in the world. We overthink all of our issues. It kind of freezes our decision making and we get stuck in these negative thought loops that just keep going over and over in our head and it becomes the norm and it keeps us stuck. I know from experience when I lost my husband, Brent, I had this self-doubt that just took over and this negativity that took over. It was all the negative self-talk. It became this thought loop in my head that went something like, I can't do this. I cannot do this. This is too hard. It's too overwhelming. I can't handle it. I cannot handle this. I'm not strong enough for this. I'm not smart enough for this. I'm not capable of doing this. I'll never be able to do that. What will people think of me? Will people think I'm crazy? Will people think I'm reckless? Will people think whatever you want to insert into that phrase? What will people think of me? It was just this endless cycle of self-doubt. I had lost it. I had lost my cheerleader. I had lost the cornerstone of my family, my pillar of strength. I felt all of that was gone for me. I didn't think I could stand on my own two feet. I did not think that I could do this on my own. I didn't believe in myself. but. Confidence takes practice, you know, the more you practice, the better you get at it, the more momentum you build and you keep building that momentum and you keep accomplishing these amazing things. And that's what keeps you going. So how do we get it back? How do we rebuild it? Well, that's why you're here. So now you can see why this is so important and why this is such an important discussion to have. That exercise that I was talking about, where you picture your future self, go ahead and try that right now. Try and picture yourself. What do you want her to look like? What do you want her to act like? How does she carry herself? How does she project herself? Are there any characteristics that she has that you want or that you can work for? Confidence, right? We all want that. We want that self-assured feeling like we can take on the world. We want to believe in ourselves again. And you guys, this is absolutely something we can work on. Confidence is not a gift. It's not something you're born with. Being confident takes practice. It takes belief in yourself and it takes courage to be confident. So my new course talks about 10 strategies that will help you regain confidence and believe in yourself again. Today, we're gonna highlight two of those strategies to help widows boost confidence. This first clip is one of the lessons from the course. It's stop comparing yourself to others. Take a listen. Hello and welcome. In this first video of the course, We're starting with a really important lesson, and that is stop comparing ourselves to other people. So many times we put value on ourselves based on what we see from the people around us, from other people in our lives, our friends, and when you look at other people, you see that perfect Martha Stewart, polished, pristine family with the husband and the wife and the quote, complete family. We see this everywhere we go. It's at church, it's at the park, at the grocery store, or wherever we turn. It's just like when you start shopping for a new car and you really want a red Jeep. Well, all of a sudden, you start seeing red Jeeps everywhere. You put your attention on it and you actually start to notice it all around you. The same happens when we put our attention on other people's, quote, complete family picture. It's something we don't have anymore. It's something we miss. We want that back. And since we're so focused on what we don't have, it only emphasizes what everybody else does have. It feels like when we look at other people, we only see those Instagram-worthy pictures. We really don't know what's going on behind their closed doors. We don't know what challenges they're really facing every day. We don't know their struggles. We just see the one angle through a lens that they want us to see. They want to present to the world what that they're perfect. And we start to envy that seemingly perfection, perfect family. We want our own Instagram worthy family pictures. We see other families and then we see the reflection of ourselves and we immediately go to the negative. Our brains immediately start to- talking us down and spiraling into negativity and saying, yeah, you're never going to be that happy like that again. And look what they have and look what you don't have. Our self-esteem plummets. It takes a nosedive. We look at other people's complete family and we see ourselves as broken. We see ourselves as incomplete. Everyone else seems perfect and we will never be that way or have that again. We forget about what we do have that we are a whole, complete, capable individual with beautiful thoughts and creativity and so much to be thankful for. Looking at social media is so deceiving. It's so easy to assume that everyone else has a perfect life. And it's easy to fall into that trap of putting ourselves down and making ourselves feel less valuable because we're no longer part of a couple. We see other couples and families and we feel so overwhelmed with sadness for what we don't have anymore. Another issue that widows face when dealing with social media is our tendency to compare ourselves to other widows. We get on Facebook and we join Facebook groups for widows and loss and grief and we start conversations and interact with other widows, which is great. But then maybe we see another widow in the group whose husband passed away the same month as ours, and she's dating already. And, you know, you're nowhere near that. Or you see another widow whose husband passed passed away around the same time as yours, and she's going back to work already. And again, you're nowhere near that. And so you start to doubt yourself. And you start to think, what's wrong with me? I mean, your confidence plummets because you start to think, maybe I'm not grieving fast enough. Am I even doing this widow thing the right way? Why don't I feel that way yet? It's such a common problem and predicament with Instagram and Facebook, which are the platforms that many of us use daily. So these are daily reminders thrown in our face. This is why this comparison game is one you will never win and why it's so important to be aware of these thoughts and aware that social media can cause these negative thoughts to happen. So self-awareness is key. So what can we do about this? The first option is to get off of social media. For some people, this is really hard. And for others, this is really easy. I mean, think about how you feel after being on Facebook or Instagram. Do you feel like crap after you get on there? If so, stop. Give yourself a social media break. Take a Facebook hiatus. It's fine. It's still going to be there whenever you decide you're ready to go back to it. And you'll be in a better place and a better state of mind as you build your confidence. The second option is to stay on social media, but be aware of how it makes you feel and realize that You do, in fact, have so much to be grateful for in life. Maybe just use it as a one-way platform. So maybe just post things on Facebook or Instagram and don't look at anybody else's posts. Just make your post, let people know what you're up to, what you're doing, and leave it there. Keep it one way only. So this is your homework for this lesson. I want you to decide how you want to handle social media. And ask yourself, is it detrimental to your health and well-being? How do you feel after being on Facebook and Instagram? Do you feel uplifted or do you feel depressed? Should you take a break from it or just post and don't look at anybody else's posts? So I want you to decide what your best plan of action is going to be. I would like to invite you to get our latest freebie designed just for you how to get your life back together after loss a 10-step checklist after countless hours of research interviewing hundreds of widows and through my own experience with grief I have compiled this list of the 10 steps you need to take to put your life back together after losing a loved one. It's normal to feel overwhelmed and also normal to not know where to start when it comes to picking up the pieces of your shattered world. Here's where you start. You can get this free 10-step checklist at www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. Okay, so that was the first strategy for today. That was stop comparing yourself to others. And this was something that we were just talking about with our membership community, that Facebook groups, they can be both helpful and harmful, that we have to pay attention to how we feel and pay attention to your mood and your energy with that. Do those Facebook groups bring you down? Because a lot of times they do. Are they making you feel stuck? It's important to have that self-awareness around it. This next clip is another strategy from the confidence course. Seek evidence. Look for examples. After experiencing the loss of a spouse, we stop believing in ourselves. We stop believing that life can be joyful again. We stop believing that we are capable of surviving the loss of our partner. So what do we need to do? Seek evidence of the contrary. Look for examples to prove ourselves wrong. Take a listen. In lesson two, we talked about believing in ourselves. For some, believing can be difficult because we are so deep in our grief, buried down by the hurt and the pain so far that we don't see a way out of it. Belief is having faith when there is no visible or tangible proof. And when we don't believe in something, we seek evidence. We look for examples to help us see the truth. And by seeing these examples of the people who have walked this path before me, it gives me the confidence that I need to keep going, to keep striving, and to never give up. I know this from experience that after my husband was killed, I felt like I would never feel normal again. I felt like my mind, body, and soul had shifted to a place where it could never recover, that I was now desperate destined to live this life of sorrow and suffering forever because that's how I was feeling 24-7. I was desperate to prove myself wrong, to prove to myself that there could be life after loss and a good if not great life after loss. Did that even exist? I started to look for it. I started to ask around and find other widows who had gone through the horrific loss just like I had who had somehow navigated through all of these emotions and pain and had managed to come out on the other side of it, smiling and thriving and living a life of joy and fulfillment and peace. I was wondering, how did she do that? How did she do it? How on earth did she get through this, through this pain and hurt? And yet here she is still standing, happy and confident in who she is. And guess what? I found her and then I looked some more and I found another one then another and then another and the evidence was everywhere and I could look at these amazing widows and talk to them and hear their stories of everything that they'd done and that they'd accomplished on their own and that opened up my mind to all that was possible for me I saw these women selling homes building homes, going back to school, moving across the world, meeting new people, starting new relationships, new friendships, falling in love again, going on adventures, having babies all on their own, doing all the things and living a full life. And I thought, oh my God, if she can do it, I can do it. She started a new business after losing her husband. Well... Maybe I can do that. She was scared, but she faced the fear and she did it anyway. She jumped right in. She wrote a book. Wow, maybe I can do that too. And maybe I can talk to her about it. And she can help me if I need help or if I get stuck or if I have any questions. This is why I started Widow 180 the podcast. I wanted to bring these beautiful miraculous stories to the forefront and shine a spotlight on all of these courageous souls who have gone through hell and lived to talk about it. I have so many stories about hope and inspiration that I've shared to show other widows what's possible for them. One example is Natalie Reed Knutson who lost her husband Wayne suddenly he collapsed in their home and passed away immediately. That was in 2018. She had to process her grief and her pain, and then she chose to create a life worth living and serving others. She bought a dilapidated old little home outside of Dallas, Texas, and she spent a year remodeling it and decorating it. And she opened it up as a retreat for widows It's this home is uh, her nonprofit, and it's called Broken Halos Haven, where widows can spend a weekend with their families as a getaway retreat. She is living a life of passion and purpose, and she's helping so many others in the process. That story is episode 104 of Widow 180, the podcast. You can go and give that a listen. Another example of this, another widow success story is Astrid Dennis who lost her husband Stephen at the young age of 36. Astery found a creative outlet and a passion by producing skincare products and lotions and soaps. When she dove into learning the math and the science behind creating these quality skincare products, she loved it. She then opened her business called Astori Apothecary And she opened herself up to learning and acquiring all of the knowledge and the skills that she needed. And she became a self-made successful entrepreneur. I love her story. I love this story. You can give that a listen. That was episode 24 of widow 180, the podcast. And again, these are just a couple of examples of what's possible for you. And these stories will help you feel more confident to step into an unknown life that's full of potential because there really is no limit to what you can do or to what you can achieve. And every little step you take is progress. And with every little step, you gain more confidence to take, to take the next one until suddenly you become the example for others. You become the widow's success story that will inspire others. And they will look at you for inspiration. You become their story of hope. So there you have two simple but powerful strategies that work. They actually work. These are things that I have put into practice to help me feel more confident as I navigate this new life. And there are eight more lessons and strategies in my new course, How to Rebuild Confidence After Loss. I know how it feels to doubt your every move. And I know how it feels to get so frustrated with yourself because you don't feel like you're making the right decisions. Everywhere you turn, you feel like you're making the wrong decisions and you get so aggravated with yourself for feeling that way. I want to help you gain that confidence back. And I want you to know that you are capable of moving forward and doing what's best for your family and what's best for you. And I want you to have that self-assurance again. That's why I made this course. It will give you the tools and the action steps to give you more courage so that you can push past all of that self-doubt, push the self-doubt aside, and walk into your new life with confidence. You have it in you. You always have it in you. It's just been buried for a while. And I wanted to make it super affordable to get this course. It's only $24. If you are needing some extra help and you're not loving this feeling of weakness and frustration, if you want to feel stronger and more capable, follow these lessons, take the course, follow the steps, do the exercises and do the homework. These are simple things you can implement today that will make a world of difference for you. You can get the course at www.widow180.com forward slash confidence. That's www.widow180.com forward slash confidence. But also, don't forget, if you become a member of our Widow Connection community, you automatically have access to all of these courses. They are included with your membership. And with the membership, you also get the weekly group coaching and guest speakers. It's that extra help and that peer support from other widows who are also moving forward. And they're on the same path of recovery and discovery as you are. And they're here for support. And I know it's a group for widows. And maybe you're having some doubts like, Ugh, that sounds terrible. (laughs) A group of widows. I don't want to do that. But, y'all, these are fun widows. It's actually fun being in this group. There is sarcasm. There is laughter. I just love these ladies. I love them all. If you want to join us, sign up at www.widow180.com forward slash membership. That's www.widow180.com forward slash membership. Come and join us. We would love to have you there. I'll put all the links from today in the show notes. Don't forget to message me if you take on the summer escape challenge. I want to hear from you. That's it for me for this week. Until next week, believe in the possibilities. Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, how to get your life back together after loss a 10-step checklist. Head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.